All right, parents, welcome back to The Journey. This is Dan Panetti, and I've got a good friend and a longtime friend, uh, Carol Ladd. Carol, um, welcome to the show, first of all. Thank you. I'm so thrilled to be with you <laughs> yes. today. I was, um, I was thinking, like, like, I go back, all the way back to um, Grace, who's your younger daughter. Older, older daughter. daughter. Yes. Well, when she was here at PCA, and just for like the last couple of years, right, of PCA. Right, exactly. Um, and I got to know Grace and love, 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 love Thank Grace. You. Um, anyway, but we got to know each other a little bit. You got to spend some time with my wife. Yes. And you have a really fantastically kind of unique ministry um, that you've gotten to minister to women and to moms um, mm -hmm. and write a number of books. We were just talking about you've written 30 books. Yes. Um, and just kind of uh, it start. tell me how it started um, because a lot of them dealt with just, um, the, I guess, the power of a positive woman, power of a positive mom. Where did right. that start? Well, actually, the first book I wrote was actually a party book called Parties with a Purpose. Oh. And it was how to do creative children's parties but bring in biblical values. Okay, actually, I've read the book. You have? I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds awful. Patricia had that book. Yes. I read that book. Oh, how that funny. Was, okay, that was the yes, first one. Yes, that where was it the first one. Okay. And it was just an idea book, and I thought, oh, I'm just going to do this. I, 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 I just poured my uh, ideas. My, I, I'm a former school teacher, and so I poured my school teaching ideas yes. into my kids' birthday parties and started uh, Sorry, realizing, <laughs> yes, 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 and started realizing that that worked. That really yeah. made, made a difference for, yeah. for people. So I thought that that would be my one and only book. But then people would start asking me, well, what, are you going to write a, a, a book for a, um, a adult parties, you know, like, like uh, grown-up fellowships sure. and things like yeah. that? So I did that. And then, then I began writing just more and more books. And uh, they were all books for parents uh, and on how to do fun things in their homes. So they were fun, creative idea books. Right. But then at a certain point, I got tired of just the fun, creative ideas, and I wanted to do something more meaningful. And so I remember literally one day at my computer just praying, Lord, what what is it that I, I want to do to impact moms? And I started thinking about how my parents had impacted me in a positive way. They had always just been strong encouragers. They really spent a lot of time teaching me about the Lord. And I thought, you know, they were such a positive person people in my life. And I thought, I wonder if there's a book out there called The Power Positive Mom. And sure enough, there's no book out there like that. And I thought, I wonder what that would look like to write yes. that book. And so I wrote it. And by the way, I was rejected by nine different publishers. But there was one publisher that decided they wanted to take all it. I all I needed. <laughs> God I knew. Needed. And that particular publisher was really looking for a book to really get out there and, awesome. and really push. And so it, by God's grace, it became a bestseller in the industry, in the That's Christian right. industry. And so then Lifeway and Family Christian started asking, hey, could she write Power Positive Woman? And what about Power Positive Wife and Friend and Teen? And so all of a sudden, then I'm writing all these positive books. So then wow. I became the positive lady yes. instead of the party lady, the positive lady. Yeah, but they stay in the P realm. So that's, that's right. Know. I know. Yeah, it helps. Yeah. So you, you, during that time, you raised two daughters. Yes. Uh, and one of them now, Joy, has her daughter here. So you're a yes. Grandmother. grandmother. Do you have a grandmother name, by the way? Yes, KK. KK. I'm KK. Okay. Yes, yes. Nice. And it's easy for them to say. And they just, uh, yeah, so when I, there's nothing more beautiful than walking in the door and hearing, KK! <laughs> they get so excited to see me. It. So I love it. So what, what's the, um, the word that you would give to a young mom today, right? Lots of 
um, it's, it seems like just raising kids, and I, I know raising kids has always been complicated. I don't care mm-hmm. where you are, what culture, I don't care how much money you have, I don't care anything, right? I think mm-hmm. raising kids is such an um, incredible um, challenge uh, and a difficulty to do. So what, what would you say uh, to a young mom raising kids in today's world? Well, I would, first of all, say persevere in the strength of the Lord, because it is a tough, it is a tough job. In fact, I think that motherhood is the toughest job you ever loved, because we do love being a mom, uh, for the most part, but there are some tough times, and it just, it drains you, Mm -hmm. it strains you, and it pulls you in all directions, both physically, emotionally, mentally, and so I um, I, the, these are tough years and to be a mom, especially moms of younger younger ones. So my daughter Joy, she has a uh, the sixth grader that, or I'm sorry, the six year old that's here right now mm-hmm. at at PCA, and then she has a four year old, and then she just had twins. So you know, life is kind of wild. Life is a little wild, and it it is it, it pulls her in all directions. And so as I think about her and my precious uh, nieces and my other daughter, Grace, and I watch them as they're raising young children. And I know that it is it is one of the most important jobs. Sometimes we lose sight of that mm. because of the, the constant drain on us emotionally and physically. I'll put it this way. It's so funny. One day I was with my husband in a furniture store, and he loves, he's the one who drags me to furniture stores. He he loves to go shopping. And and so he's, he's dragging me to the furniture store, and I see this wall full of pillows, and all the pillows have funny quips on them and little statements on them and everything. So I thought, well, I'm going to just let him go buy furniture while I'm going to go read pillows. So I go over, and I look at the pillows, and there's one that says, Mom, M-O-M, and it has a, a description under it. And I thought, oh, how does it describe moms? And I just wanted to see. And so it said, Mom, M-O-M, manager of messes. Oh. And I thought, oh. Well, okay, yes, I know. <laughs> yes, okay, yes, surely we are sure. managers of messes. Yeah. I mean, life is messy every day. Yeah. And it is. It, it does seem like that day in, day out. But moms are so much more than managers of messes. If I had written that pillow, and they didn't ask me, but if they had, I would have said, Mom, M-O-M, molders of mankind. Because ours is a high calling. It is an important calling to be that molder of the next generation. We We are day in, day out, through the messes, through the trenches, we are making a difference in the next generation. And we need to see our calling. We need to see this job as much more than managers of messes. It is impacting every single life, each unique life that is under our care. And so when we can see it for, for what it is that God has given us great worth, great value in enabling us to be that, that molder of the next generation, wow, it adds great significance to what we do. Yeah. And so we, in the trenches, we don't want to lose sight of that high calling. No, no. Now, um, I think about 
my wife Trisha, right? We had the, you know yes. the boys. We have four kids. We had the boys back to back, sixteen months apart. Oh. Um, which, <laughs> yeah, oh. like, uh, um, and her dad was going through all this different kind of you know kidney failure and then cancer, and it was you know down to the hospital and back and all the different things. And I just remember, I mean, both of us. Um, I remember how um, we got very little sleep. We were constantly, um, you know, irritated uh, because we were so tired. Um, but I also remember that, like, I actually got kind of a freedom to get to work. Um, and it was actually a relief to leave the house, right, and go for a few hours to work and get something done. Right. And she stayed in the home, and she had to juggle all that all the time and diapers and boys. And, I mean, two boys, 16 months apart. Can you imagine what that was like? Oh, um, no. So yeah, we were glad when Sophie came along, and she started yes. sleeping right away. And we are like, yay, we did it. Um, but just, you know, what would you say to that young mom? Um, and she's just juggling, right, one thing after another and, and you know, feels like she can't get on top of it. I've got a, you know, dishes over here. I've got laundry over there. I, go, well, I mean, my hair is going crazy, right? What What's the encouragement to her? Sure. You know, the, the, there's a season for everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes this motherhood is, is the trenches. It is difficult and challenging. And yet it won't be that way forever. So there are certain things to remember in the, in this trench in trench time, recognizing that it won't be this way forever. That's number one. But number two, remember, you're not alone. You're not alone for two reasons. You're not alone because the Lord has not left you. Mm-hmm. And there are some times when we just need to cry out to him and look to him for our strength. I, it's funny, just this morning I was reading Psalms 107, okay. and it, it, it is the story of the Israelites, how every time they found themselves in the trenches Mm -hmm. and every time they cried out, Lord, help. That was the that was their cry. And this is repeated over and over again in Psalm 107, Lord, help. And then it always says he heard their cry and he rescued them. And we have to remember that we don't have all the patience in the world. But God does. We don't have the strength and the wisdom to get through every situation and figure out how do I discipline here or what do I do here? But God does. Mm -hmm. And so we have to remember that we're not alone, that we have to turn to him continually. I think motherhood, especially in the difficult days, uh, the early days of motherhood, is a continually turning upwards uh, throughout your day and saying, Lord, I don't know what to do here. Lord, I need your help. Lord, please give me guidance with this particular child because I don't seem to be getting through with this discipline that I'm trying right now. So Father, open up the door for me. Show me what to do. And then at, at, at the beginning of each day, Lord, I need strength. I, 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 here we are starting a new day. I, I don't even, I haven't even gone out of bed yet. And I don't, I don't think I can handle the day by myself. Yeah. Lord, I need you. And so let's recognize we are not alone. But let's also recognize we're not alone because there's other mothers that are going through this same struggle. Now, it doesn't look like that right. when we look at Instagram right. and we see Social these. Media, oh, best, yeah. My best day, my best time. All Take right. Well, la, la, la. <laughs> yes, look at me, how great my life is. And yet, we are not seeing that those mothers are struggling and pulling their hair out and, and, and uh, cleaning up floors and messy diapers. And, and we're not seeing that part of their life. But we have to remember that they are living it too. And so we are not alone. So 
we have to be careful to think that everybody else's life, why, why, didn't, why didn't anybody else struggle with this? Oh, they do. They do struggle with it. They're just not showing it on social media. So if we can recognize we are not alone, there are other mothers. And I think it's important to become friends with other mothers who have kids similar ages. Yep. It's good to have a mentor mom. It's good to have moms who have been through it to say, "Hun, this too will pass. You will get through this. I promise you, it won't always be this way. You will get through this. But we need those moms who are in the similar trenches also saying, me too. Me too. I'm here. I, I, I cried my eyes out today too. And, and it's okay, by the way, moms, it's okay to stop and cry sometimes and just say, this is hard. I, you know, I, it's funny, just the other day I was with a friend and she, she said, she said her new motto in life, and this is a mother of four, but, but her kids are older. And she even said, my new motto is everything is hard. And, you know, <laughs> everything is hard. <laughs> yes, everything is hard. And, you know, what we have to do with that is recognize, yes, motherhood is hard. I thought by the pictures that it was going to be blissful and fun, mm. but it is hard. It is hard. I need the Lord's strength. But you know what? In the middle of hard, it's important for us to recognize just how am I going to handle hard? And okay. I can stop and look at it with self-pity and say, everything is hard. This is just hard. And I feel so sorry for myself. I'm such a victim. And just feel sorry for ourselves. That's, that, that's one way some people handle hard. Right. Another way to handle hard is just to get angry all the time and frustrated and slam doors and just be angry. Some people handle it that way. But what I want to encourage moms to do, to be a positive mom and say, this is hard. I need the Lord's strength, but through the Lord's strength, we'll get through this. Yes, no one said motherhood was easy. No one said that cleaning up messes and diapers and being stretched to all hours of the night is easy. No, it is hard, but I'm up for the challenge. I'm not alone. I've got the Lord's strength, and he's given people in my life that, that can also come around alongside me, whether it's um, people who can help me, whether it's people who can encourage me. There are people in my life, and I need to recognize that he's given those to me. And so, yes, everything's hard, but I'm up for the challenge, and we'll get through this together, and I'm going to teach my kids what it looks like to say, everything's hard, and I'm going to get through it. I love the two things that you gave for moms, um, you know, not only the Lord, but other women, because they apply to a mom no matter what situation she's in, whether she's married or she's a single mom. Um, I know a lot of single moms, right? Mm -hmm. They have obviously um, the complications, right, um, plus some. Yes. Right? But I guess the same answers are there, and that is the Lord is there, and there's other moms to be an encouragement. So even if you're a single mom, right, it's still those same two things that you need. You know, Dan, that's important to say because in today's world, we think we've got a lot of friends mm -hmm. because they're right here on our digital device, and we think those are our friends, but we're only seeing a certain part or a segment of their lives, and they're not really connected in our lives. It's easy to become isolated. Mm. And it's easy to think, I'm going to do this on my own. Yeah. And so it's important to step out and recognize, I can't do this on my own. And again, I need the Lord's help, 
but I need people in my life. And I need to, to surround myself with people that I can help but also can be an encouragement to me. It's not all about, oh, everybody who can help me, but it's uh, uh, who can I reach out to? Even in my difficulty, who can I reach out to? But also, who can, I, who can we walk alongside with? Early on, when my kids were young, God gave me two really dear friends. Now, now these friends have been in my life since my kids were um, preschoolers, mm -hmm. and they are still in my friends and my uh, still still my close friends. And let me tell you what we decided to do: we decided to come alongside each other and pray together once a week. Okay. And we prayed for our kids, and we it was this wonderful time to take our worries, our cares and our challenges, we were open, honest, and real with each other, but we were also took it to the right place. We took it upward to the Lord. We didn't try and solve it ourselves. We took it to the Lord, and we asked Him to help us and guide us. And then we rejoiced when we saw answers to prayer, but we knew we had somebody we could cry together with and share things with, get maybe just a load of emotions off. But we also knew that we were taking things together to the Lord. So to those moms listening today, I would say it's so important to find a prayer partner early on, early when your kids are preschoolers. And you you can't imagine the depths of friendship that these these prayer partners can be in your life. These girls have, we have walked through thick and thin with, with these, these two friends of mine that we are just, we, we are just like a strand of three. And you know, I think about Ecclesiastes yeah. that says, you know, it's not good to be alone That's because right. when you stumble, you have no one to pick you up. But a, a cord of three strands is not easily broken. And so I encourage, I encourage us. Yes, now we don't want be, to come be, become dependent on people, on these other people, right. our dependency, number one, needs to be in the Lord. And, and we don't even want our, our prayer life to be only dependent on that time together with them. We need to have a personal prayer life, a personal time where we are casting our cares on the Lord. You know, I found early on in my life, I was telling everybody else to pray for my prayer request but I wasn't getting was on my funny. knees and doing it, you know? <laughs> and I realized, what is the deal? Yeah. There is so much healing that takes place, so much wisdom and guidance that takes place when I am on my knees with the Lord and spending that time, even if it's a few minutes every day, praising Him and recognizing that He is in control. I am not releasing those things that I'm so easily holding on to, whether it's control or anxiety or, mm -hmm. or worry, releasing those to the Lord. There is something so healing that happens when we are on our knees in prayer with Him. So I want to encourage us to remember the balance in life of, yes, we desperately need that time alone with the Lord. But we desperately need the people he brings in our lives to come alongside with and to walk together with and to go to the Lord together with. Yeah. Okay, so last question. You talked about seasons. Um, and obviously when I started out, I mentioned that um, I knew you when your daughter was in high school. Yes. Uh, my daughter just did her senior run, and she's graduating from high school and going off to college. So to that mom um, who's got young kids, how do you... Let them know, as you said, right, this is a season, but 
to enjoy it and to, to kind of soak it all in because that season really does go by quickly. So what, what it you does, you know, that is such a good thing that you brought up because it's so easy for us to go, oh, it's just so hard. It's just a mess, you know, but there are beautiful moments. There are such joyful moments. It's funny. Now I get to see that as a, a grandmother. Mm. I, I am so present with my grandkids. I'm not all worried and trying to do everything all at once. And so I would say to that mom in, that, that, that we've just talked about, how hard it is, let's recognize that there is such joy yeah. as well. Let's not miss, miss right. the joy. Take a look, pay attention to simple things like that smile that your precious one gives you. Smile at them and then watch the smile return. So be sure you don't miss smiling at them. And, and it's not all trenches, it's not all a mess. Smile hug and embrace those moments of a hug. Pay attention to what they're saying and listen to those sweetnesses that they say, those little moments of things that they say that are so sweet. We don't want to miss it. You know, recently my daughter in fact, actually for Mother's Day, she gave me a mug. And she, and in this mug, beautiful flower mug, but in the center of it, it said, be present. Mm. And I thought, you know, we need that every day a as a reminder. Yeah. Just be present. Be there for you because it does pass. I know you don't think it does. And I right, couldn't it stand it. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. Yeah, I'd be at the grocery yeah. store juggling my two little 18-month and newborn. And I was just, oh, I, and a grandmother would come up to me and go, oh, honey, enjoy the time. It goes so fast. I'm going, it is not going fast. But in the midst of it oh. not going fast, just look at it and see it for what it's worth. Yeah. These are sweet hearts. And just in closing, I'll just say this. The other day I was driving my um, one of my grandkids to school, mm -hmm. and she just out of the blue said, KK, Jesus is the best. I mean, he's just the best. I want to pray to him right now. Jesus, you're just the best. Everything you do is wonderful. I thought, oh, thank you, Lord, that I got to see that sweet, yeah. innocent love for Jesus that so gets covered over in our lives. It was so pure and sweet, just praising the Lord. I'm so thankful I got to hear that, but I could have missed it if I was just busy doing whatever else or busy on my phone or other things. Oh, what treasures these little ones bring because their hearts are so sweet and so in tune with the Lord. Mm. So listen and look and hug. I love it. Carol, thank you. And you know what? You've got some great books. So I'm going to put some of those in the show notes so that our moms have access to say, um, you know, some of these were incredibly uh, instrumental in my wife's life. Uh, and actually, I've read a couple of them as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll put them in there so our, our moms can have access to them as well. So I appreciate you so much for coming and just spending some time sharing uh, with our moms, encouraging them. Uh, but I also appreciate just the, the time that you invested into the 30 books and being able to share uh, the wisdom, the experiences that God gave you with other women. So I appreciate your time. Thank you, Dan.